0: Welcome back to Barely Serious. You're about to listen to episode 177, the roadcast from Redding, California, where I headlined with the Wind River Casino with Rafael De Camargo. But before we get into this episode, I just want to plug uh, Austin, Texas. On November 18th, I'm doing a show at the Wonderlust Wine Company. Uh, don't know where you can find tickets, but they're out there somewhere. And on December 6th, I'm headlining in Oceanside, California. It's actually the, the first show I ever got paid on years ago and now I'm back to headline it. So it's a big it's a big little little milestone and uh coming out to see that and that show is actually free. So hit me up for details and with that out of the way, enjoy the roadcast from Redding, California. Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is episode one hundred and seventy seven, the roadcast from Redding, California. I'm here in the car that we're renting that has expired tags with Raphael DeCamargo. Hey how you doing? Good
1: man, I just cracked open a beer.
0: Did you really? Yeah. Fucking guy, bro. Yep, that's my beer. You didn't even get me one? No, you're driving. So? They don't know who's driving. (laughs) Here, I got you. No, we're in traffic. I'm not going to crack open a beer.
1: So don't get offended and then have me do it and then back out. Well, did
0: you already pull it out? I was about to. Oh, man. I had my
1: hand on it and you said no.
0: Definitely don't get me a beer right now. All right, I won't. (laughs) Why aren't you getting me a beer right now, you fuck? You're Uh, like
1: a woman, dude. You speak in code.
0: We're on a a public podcast. It can't be just drinking and driving. Raph. Ale. I I thought you were cool, dude. Drinking and driver. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers, bro. Clink, clink. Anyway. Dude, I can't believe you called nine one one in the hotel room.
1: I can't believe you called nine one one in the hotel, dude. I've I've still been thinking about it all day. Just like, have you what? really? Yeah, absolutely. Why? Cause I don't, dude. I don't remember the last time someone just called nine one one. Was like, oops, I didn't think it was good. Anything was gonna <laughs> happen. Like probably when I was like nine. Like you know what I mean? Like that's who the fuck just dials nine one one on a landline in a hotel <laughs> room anywhere? It just that's yeah. It's it's baffling almost. I think
0: it's a testament to.
1: And then when the security showed up, and then you were like, because I said the room number of our hotel when I was on stage, and then you were like, oh, it's probably just people fucking with us. And I'm like, no, dude, you called the cops. <laughs>
0: yeah, but I forgot that I called the cops on accident. How do you
1: on accident call the cops?
0: I thought I was dialing another number.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what you told the security guard. You don't have to lie to me, dude. It's okay. I
0: know. He was like, bam, 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 security. We were just sitting there drinking. And I was like, uh, I was smoking
1: a bowl, which we're not allowed to do, so I was like,
0: fuck. Why are <laughs> we not is, allowed to do that? It's legal.
1: You're not allowed to smoke weed inside the rooms. It's a it, casino. It said so. It said it on in the room. <laughs> you're not allowed to smoke in there.
0: Oh. Well, what a bunch of weenies. Yeah. Anyway, the show was fun. Uh dude, so at first we so like we were pulling up, we're driving, you know, it's like an eight hour drive. Not knowing what to expect at Not all. Not knowing what to expect, like at yeah. all. I didn't even, I didn't even look up the the venue because I didn't even want to like see what type of casino. So my full expectation was that we were about to do some, you know, gas station casino, like a gas station that has slots and we're doing like the fucking picnic tables that's connected to an Arby's, is what I thought. Yeah,
1: I'm so lucky that you brought me along.
0: <laughs> is what I thought, but then. <laughs> We t- find out it's actually, like, a legit-ass ex- cas- legit casino. There's, like, fucking, should I hit this motorcyclist? Whoop. Uh, I don't think he thought that was funny.
1: You want me to comment on it? No, no. <laughs> I, yeah, well, I, I wish
0: I could get that guy to comment on it, but he's gone already. Fucking jealous of the guy. Um, five South. Traffic, 45 minutes, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, we're Great stuck story. in traffic at fucking... LA anyway so we get there and it's like a legit ass casino like four parking lots that are packed like a like a resort on top of it yeah there
1: was a spa and everything
0: yeah it was a legit fucking casino the wind river casino if you're ever in northern california and you have a itching to lose some money but shit what we were talking about so we were not expecting
1: it to be an actual casino, and then we pulled up, and it's an actual casino with a hotel and a bunch of parking lots. Like, they had those little you know, little shuttle cars that take you out to your car and stuff. Like, it was legit. There's a big water fountain, uh, like, waterfall thing in the very opening of it. And uh, we walked up to the counter, and we were, like, checking in because, like, the rooms were under our names, uh, you know, because we're the comics. And so <laughs> this, like really snooty very like just not charming lady at the front desk uh we like we're like yeah we're checking in with the comics for tonight and then galen was like what'd you say
0: you were like oh, I was like, oh, oh is, like what's, the, what's cli- the crowd like what's the clientele here you got <laughs> yeah. any hot chicks and she went huh well it's actually seniors night
1: yep bingo it's seniors night wednesday night senior night at the casino that's what we're playing um uh, And then she puts the room only under my name, not Galen's name, who's headlining. So that was suspicious to me. I was like, great. Now I have to keep him from breaking anything tonight because it's in my name.
0: I did throw that pillow at that lamp on purpose.
1: Yeah, I know you did.
0: But I also (laughs) missed on purpose because if I wanted to hit it, believe me, I would have hit it.
1: Yeah, I I believe you. Uh, (laughs) Thank you for not breaking that. Uh Yeah, and I then jerk off on the floor right before we left, though. And then he, he like, <laughs> we we find out at senior's night that we get in our hotel, and then this guy calls up the guy who's like, the audio engineer or whatever for the venue, and he's like, yeah, meet us over at the the venue inside of the casino, and we'll give you your meal vouchers because like they're like, oh, we'll, we'll get you food. And so yeah, Galen takes a shit, and then we walk over there, and uh, this guy is like. He's like one of those guys that, you know, when you're, like, being professional in a situation when we're all, like, yeah, this is not legit, you know? like not <laughs> a, This is not, like, a, you're not, okay, you're not a manager, all right, you're 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 just the audio guy, like, you know.
0: I didn't get that vibe at all. I don't, I don't know why you the guy was really Because nice. he
1: gave us the vouchers, and then he goes, all right, there's three, but only two of you, so the last one you guys are going to have to fight over. Who's the bit, who's the better fighter? And I was oh, just yeah. like, I don't appreciate that, dude. Just give us the fucking <laughs>
0: ticket. He <laughs> was just trying to be funny, dude. I think you took it the wrong way.
1: Yeah, I can be like that sometimes. I don't know. It was just like, I I just was like, all right, dude, I'm not going to fight this guy over a $15 voucher at a casino I've never been to.
0: But the best part was, so we walk over to the venue. We're walking through the casino. All these old-ass ladies are fucking gambling and shit, playing slots. They have all sorts of tables with blackjack and poker and shit, which is fucking sweet. And then uh, one thing, they didn't have craps or roulette. No, they didn't. They did not. I really Um, wanted
1: to do roulette. That was the one game I was hoping to have in in there.
0: But they did not. But uh, they did have an abundance of old ladies playing slots. Um, And then we walk around. We go to the venue, right? And so we're like, dude, this could be fucking tight. It's packed. You know, it's going to be sick. And then the venue is just a bar, like an open-faced bar. So, like, you know, there's three walls. And where there's supposed to be a fourth wall is just, like, the casino floor. Like like the like we were Literally fighting. the
1: slot machines are right there and you can hear everything where we're gonna be performing. Like people and just the playing ding
0: ding games. Other yeah. people like like winning five dollars. And not
1: only on top of that, but there are actual slot machine games at every seat at the bar in this bar that makes noise every time you win. So, there are machines inside the room that were performing it.
0: And were people playing during our show?
1: Yeah, remember I kept, that noise kept going off? I know. And this little diddling thing kept going off, and I kept being like, what is that? And the, the audio guy was just like, oh, that's just the game over there.
0: So, we went and ate at the one of the restaurants on site. Also, fuck the other restaurant, Seasons. You were cool. The lady, well, actually, the lady was kind of a bitch. She was trying to kick us out the whole time, but only because she knew we were, like, using free. Vouchers and shit But
1: Yeah she wasn't gonna make Any money off of us
0: I left a nice tip Yeah Um Um But the other one We go to like Look at the other one Afterwards And I asked the guy I was like Hey you guys open 24-7 And the dude like Laughed in my face And I was like Okay dude And then he said 3am Yeah it's like, dude, what that's fucking, That's practically all that's night. Tw- yeah, dude, are you fucking serious, dog? I just wanted, like, I was just basically asking if I have are time to, Are you going to be like,
1: open for a while, so in case we get munchies later? Yeah, after
0: we're, or after the show, if I want to get a hot dog or something, this is goes, go, yeah, right, uh, we close at 3 a.m. I was like, dude, suck my fucking shaft. That actually made me really mad. Yeah. Like, really mad. Like, because he made me feel like an idiot, and then he said 3 a.m., I was like, oh, fuck you, dude, I hope you die. I hope you live far away from here You have to commute really far And somebody screws you out of tips Fuck Anyway um, But And so then the sound tech guy was like Alright we need Can you guys get here like 30 minutes before the show (laughs) We're like "All right, we get there We're like the only ones in there
1: And the chairs or like tables Haven't even been moved or anything And we're like oh sick
0: But So like the whole time I was like This is probably gonna suck asshole Um, Do I have my card? Yeah cause I paid for the Carlos Jr. Right Now that I'm thinking about it because now I'm so tripped up in Austin and Texas, they just swipe the card and give it back to you. But I forget that out here, uh, they take your card and keep it. So I'm so used to just leaving. Yeah, I'm so used to just leaving without even checking for my card. Um, that should have been on the ballot for voting. Is fucking make it all universal, dude. <laughs> Either take it or don't. But it should be like a, like a anyway. Um, so we do the show and it actually fills out. It was actually really. I I had I had fun for what it was.
1: Same. I had fun.
0: Um, you know, we got paid handsomely, and um, yeah, I would do it again. It was a great. T- I had a great time. It definitely would be something to do along the way on like a tour type of thing, like a Wednesday night on the way to somewhere else. Yeah. Um, but I had a lot of fun. The people of Reading were fun days this old ass lady like set up oh yeah this old ass lady wanted to fuck me after the show they like literally the second i got off on stage i still haven't even turned off i still haven't even turned off my fucking voice memos of the show Ooh, what's this say five minutes say less <clears throat> um i still haven't even turned off my voice memos and this lady comes up she's like oh my god you the old lady bro old and she's like, "Oh my god, you were so funny. I love your hair. Bob blasters touching my hair and shit." I was like, "Bro. Remember it's
1: seniors night at the, <laughs> at the Dude, I'll say what,
0: if I had I was I at this point I only had the two beers that I had on stage. I if I had like three more beers in me, I probably would have fucked that old lady. Oh shit. Look at this fucking dildo. Accident. Oh my god. All right. Well, that didn't save us any time. Uh, whoops, now I'm in the wrong lane. Shit. <laughs> yeah, we'll be fine. I wish this car had a fucking stand on it, these gay-ass fucking rental cars. Um, anyway, did we talk about how you called 911 yet?
1: Yeah. That was, I think we opened with that.
0: Anyway, the thing that I've been waiting to hear about this entire week, uh, I've, I've been holding back, asking you questions about it, is...
1: Um oh, the the waitress thing?
0: Yes, the waitress thing. Please. So, okay, yeah, and I'll tell, tell you, I'll, I'll
1: tell you this story in detail. Like okay, yeah. not like I would we on have stage. Time. Yeah. We have I uh uh I started dating someone that I work with who's a cocktail waitress at my job and uh, which is the comedy store. Uh so I love wow. to shit where I eat and so <laughs> um, <laughs> So, yeah, like I don't know so we started like hooking up and stuff, and it was going pretty good for like, a couple of weeks. Like I was at her house like almost every night. So you we told were, me you were using her car and shit. Yeah, she was letting me use her car to go do shows and shit, which was pretty cool. I used it once, like I used it once to be honest. But wow. like, yeah, I you know I, I went and uh, did a show using her car. But uh, yeah, dude. So then uh, we just started like arguing at the end of like the like the tail at like the like tail end of the second week, like beginning of the third week, uh one day we were hanging out at her place and it was so funny, man. She farted on me. Like for real. Like her we were sitting on the couch and her legs were over my legs. I was sitting up and she was laying down and dude she farted and it was like it was the funniest sound. I don't even know how to explain it, but it was like just this really like high pitched like tone and then and i felt it like against my (laughs) leg as well and dude like i immediately just started busting up laughing and she was just like get out (laughs) like i swear to god she was like get out get like grab your shit get the fuck out of my house and i was like dude it's just a fart like it's funny like it's everyone farts you know and she was so embarrassed by it that literally led to like an argument and I was, that I laughed about it and whatnot, and how she like didn't mean to fart on me, but she, you know, like it just slipped out and all this other stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. That shit happens. And, uh, so like we worked it out. And then the next day, like I had to work. And so, but she didn't. So she, she drank, she stayed at home and drank a whole bottle of wine and then came and picked me up. And, uh, we went out to a couple of the bars that we like going to because we like the same dive bars and shit. And uh, then we got some In-N-Out, and, and on the way back to her place, she stopped for another another bottle of wine and two mini shots of Fireball. And so we got that, and we went back, and we, we ate, and then she drank like half that bottle of wine to herself. I didn't have any of it. And we just had the two little mini shots also sitting out. And uh, we were watching some movie, and then at one point in the movie, she just puts her head back, and she just uh, – She just, it looks like she's like going to bed. And so I crack open my fireball shot and I take it. And when she heard me doing that, she like shot up her head and she was like, did you just take that without me? And I was just like, yeah. And then she's like, fuck you or whatever. And like got really mad at me because I took the shot without her. And I was just like, I thought you were passing out. Like I just wanted to take it before I got warm. And then she was just like, here, how about you take the other one since you fucking already did it? And I was just like, are you fucking serious? Like, it's not that big of a deal. And then she's like, take it so you'll be able to tolerate me then. And I was like, all right, dude, like, this is ridiculous. Uh, and then at some point, like, we're arguing and shit over fucking nothing, pretty much. Like, this is the most white trash scenario I've ever been in. we like, we're arguing over fireball shots. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I've never been – that's the most American thing I've done as a citizen so far. Uh, but, yeah, and then uh, – Dude, at one point, she she gets on her phone and gets up, and she goes and makes a phone call in the kitchen, which is, like, 10 feet away from me. And I was just like, I don't know. I thought someone, like, texted her or, like, called her. I don't know if it was, like, her family or whatever. Uh, and then she comes back, and then she keeps arguing with me, and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go pass out. So I go up to her room, and I get in bed, and then she comes and crawls in, and she starts, uh yeah, she just starts, like, sucking my dick. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was just like, well, I'm, we're going to fuck now. And then we did. And then afterwards, I farted and I said, We're even. (laughs) Son of a bitch. And she got really mad and then started texting, I'm coming over, and like showed me the text to like some random fucking number, right? So, yeah. And then I was just like, whatever. And then I passed out. And uh, the next morning, she she wakes up and she's like, Hey, I'm sorry that I called that guy in front of you and then texted him and I was coming over after you farted. And I was like, you were talking. Wait, wait. You were like hitting up a guy to be like, I'm gonna go hang out with that guy because I'm mad at you because you took a shot, like a mini bottle shot. And she was just like, yeah, I just wanted to feel good about myself. What? And I was like, dude, like, oh man, like now that that's all sinking in, what actually happened? Like, you were gonna call a dude in front of me to make me jealous to make you feel better about yourself because I took a fireball shot and you're actually gonna go fuck this guy. She's like, yeah, but I did it, and I was just like, dude, that's so (laughs) fucked up, like, I don't know, and she goes, I'm so sorry, like, please, like, I I really like you, like, I want to keep this going, and I was just like, no fucking way, dude, like, no way, like, I'm out, I'm done, like, that's it for me, uh, (laughs) and yeah, dude, she's, like, still been, like, asking me to, like, get back with her and stuff, and I'm like, nah, what the hell? Like, nah, dude, not after that shit. This is not
0: as crazy as I thought it was going to be. Most women are like that, actually. I've never encountered that. Did I don't think that that's a normal thing. Did I tell you about the chick I fucked on Valentine's Day? The one who had a boyfriend?
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Which one is this? I don't know. I've heard many um, stories that sound like this, that. So
0: this chick, we like follow each other on Instagram or whatever. She lives in Austin. And on Valentine's Day around like 3 p.m., she hits me up. She's like, hey, what are you doing tonight? And I didn't know that she had a boyfriend. Or anything. And I was like, uh, probably nothing. And she was like, you want to you know, pick me up and take me out to go get drinks or something? I was like, oh, yeah. and she's hot, bro. Like, super fucking hot. And I was like, uh, yeah, say less. And so I go, you know, pick her up at like 10 p.m. We go drinking. Start making out at the bar. Go back to my place. Fuck the shit out of her, right? But before I fuck the shit out of her, we're driving back, you know. And she's like, you know, handle my dick and stuff while we're driving. And so she starts like complaining about her boyfriend. And I was like, wait, what? And then she told me that the reason she hit me up. The reason she hit me up is because uh, her boyfriend didn't text her uh, happy Valentine's Day like early enough.
1: Jesus Christ!
0: And then I fucked her anyway because she was super hot and I already paid for drinks. <laughs> and I don't know that guy. I didn't even know he existed until you know ten minutes before I fucked her. Yeah, but I'm not. But I'm not gonna be
1: with someone who does that shit though. I don't give a fuck.
0: Like, here's how. I, here's how. Oh, we're going on the 650 towards Pomona. Are we? 60? Yeah. Uh, here's how. Nice, I am for the culture though. Uh, this fucking guy. Oh man, here's how. Here's what I did for the culture though. For, for the, the
1: culture, g- what's the culture? What are we talking about here? Really? Like
0: being a man. <laughs> okay. Like like being you know bro hard code. to
1: believe that you're doing something for the culture that.
0: <laughs> this was Broco, bro. I made I made her pay for her own Uber home, and it was she lived like twenty miles away. Okay. Because uh. I was like, I'm not gonna pay for your Uber home if you're gonna just you know cheat on your boyfriend, thanks to the pussy. But you know. You're going to have to explain that charge. <laughs> there you go. Really showed her. Yeah, for the culture. <laughs> I thought that was taking us on some, like, breathtaking, crazy. Save six minutes. Say less. Keep saying save six minutes. I keep clicking yes. and Oh, shit. That's yeah, a out, lane in the middle of the, the path. Anyway, yeah, dude, she was super hot. And then, uh, oh, dude, when I went to, I walked her down to uh, the Uber or whatever, and the dude was, the dude was like, "What's up?" And I was like, "What's up?" And he's like, "Man, what's going on here?" I was like, "Man, I just fucked the shit out of this chick," and he was like, "What?" And then she like texted me and was like dude that was like so not cool blah blah and I was like I just didn't even respond I was like I don't give a shit about this and then uh, but the guy the whole time she said that the dude was like man that dude was so cool and shit the whole time she was just like mad at me and he's just like man dude that guy was the shit and she was just like can we not keep talking about that fucking guy <laughs> <laughs> anyway you ever been cheated on
1: yeah I think we've talked about this bro I have been cheated on uh, I've been cheated on in like two out of the three major relationships that I had.
0: I'm supposed to get off right here. And how did that make you feel?
1: Not good. What the fuck?
0: Not good. Oh, shit. Have you ever cheated? No. Ah, pussy. Yeah. Such a pussy for being a good guy. Nice guys finish last, bro. Yep. Yeah. Let's see. I don't even know where this is taking this i'd be happy just to finish <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> dude what's been pressing your mind what do you want to talk about bro let me be your therapist the
1: fuck you just what you don't have a plan
0: no it's a no? broadcast there's never a plan <laughs>
1: what's just what's on my mind
0: yeah what have you been thinking about
1: oh i don't know
0: let us be your therapist me and my audience i don't i don't what the fuck I don't. i don't want therapy right now why not from you fuck see here's the thing you just called me
1: a pussy for saying <laughs> i don't fucking cheat you think i want to fucking tell you my deepest inner fucking secrets dude you can go fuck yourself i'm not falling for that trap i'm not an idiot
0: see you know the thing maybe wa- a
1: pussy but i'm not an idiot dude. <laughs>
0: you know the thing that i want to talk about what do I- you want to talk about just fucking say it. i don't want to expose you like that you said you never talked about it
1: talk about what nah, I- never mind. i've told on your podcast before that i've already sucked a dick if that's what you're fucking thinking
0: You've never told that story. I like have I told this. I, we have never talked. We about
1: talked that. about on the roadcast with Dom,
0: about you sucking a dick.
1: Yeah. What? Yeah, I've said that before on this podcast that I have sucked a dick before, and that it's not fun. I promise <laughs> you, I have.
0: Really? Goddamn! Yeah, it's
1: when we were on the way to Bend, Oregon. Oh shit! When we did the San Francisco Bend and uh, Seattle run,
0: that really that really uh, cracked a nerve. If you remember which episode it was?
1: Yeah, because that was one of the first times I really talked about it up openly. It was on this podcast. You already got your therapy session there, bud. Do you think it helped you to talk about it? Get it no. Out? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because people were
0: messaging you calling you gay and shit?
1: No, I don't think your audience cares enough about me to even contact me. But, uh, yeah, no, no one reached out or anything. I just, like, I don't know, man. Like, that stuff that I still – those things happened. You know, like, a lot of it was because of drugs and shit. And, you know. I just, I'm still kind of like processing all of that shit. So, I, like, I'm not in a firm place to really make definite stances on the things that happened yet, if that makes sense. So, like, I'm just not trying to, like, throw shit out there that I don't really necessarily want to go into extremely deep conversation. But it's fucking 2022. I don't mind fucking saying that I've sucked a dick before. Like, that's fine. Like, it is what it is. I have. It's an experience that I had. And I'm not, like, when I'm not were- ashamed of it at all. It's just something that I did and a lot of dudes you know who fucking use you know the word fag all the time like are a little bit uncomfortable with the fact that some other dude has sucked a dick sometimes
0: i mean i'm not uncomfortable about it
1: (laughs) you seem very focused on it though no
0: because i just have questions like like when you were sucking this dude's dick like was he like making sounds or you just like dude shut the
1: yeah dude you ever had your fucking dick sucked it was like that but i I, was the one sucking the dick
0: were you making sounds
1: no fuck no like I said, dude, I didn't like it. Like it was it was an experience that I did not really enjoy. I did it to see what it was like and yeah, it wasn't fun. Uh I don't I didn't like it. You did know Did I
0: have a small dick or what?
1: You had a pretty small dick, dude. It wasn't it, it was smaller than mine, that's for sure. So I was happy about that.
0: Yeah, that's probably otherwise you would have been molested. That would've been like that would have been like you know what I mean?
1: No, what are you trying to say?
0: I'm saying like if that dude's dick was bigger than yours, then it's like then you're gay. But because it's smaller than your own dick, then it's like, all right.
1: No, dude. What I was doing was pretty fucking gay. I had a penis in my mouth. Dude, that's about <laughs> as gay as it gets. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it gets any gayer. But, uh, yeah, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't really concerned with the size. I was just like, all right, this is like a new experience for me kind of thing. And then when I found out that I could just suck dick for meth, I was like, well, now I've added a skill trait into my <laughs> fucking utility belt because they'll come in handy someday.
0: Dude, what is with this bitch ass traffic? Good segue. Oh, I'm just pissed. It's like, dude, we're not moving at all. Dude, yeah, we're going
1: through L.A. at five o'clock in the five five thirty in the afternoon. It's like the worst you time. Can't read a
0: clock at six. Yeah, well, I should have rounded up, but I didn't. Oh, then this guy just turned his car back on. Probably wants to get back in.
1: Yeah, there you go, <sighs> ladies and gents. I've I'm a man who sucked a dick and I didn't like it.
0: That's good. Do you do you consider yourself bisexual?
1: No, because I, I don't I don't have any urge to be with men. Nice. Yeah, I I learned that the hard way. You know <laughs> what I mean? I fucking found out real real up and close that I don't like that shit. Uh, but I gave it a shot. I tried. And uh, is that guy still alive? My my cure. I don't know, dude. I, I didn't keep in contact with him.
0: <laughs> what if he shows up to the show tonight?
1: I probably wouldn't even remember what he looked like, man. I was young. I was young and fucking Um. super fucked up. Like, I was on drugs and shit. Like, I don't remember what he looks like. I do remember what his penis looks like. So, like, if he was naked and I saw his dick, I'd be (laughs) like, oh shit, I think that's the dick that I sucked in uh, (laughs) 2000, 2018, 2017.
0: Well, the video. Uh, There's a video of me going viral viral around the internet right now of me talking about on the 69th Amendment podcast with Scott Hall and Eric Asker about uh, I I told the story of how I got, you know, head from a tranny on act or a trans woman on accident. Um, And the clip is going viral right now. It's at like a million views and all the comments are calling me gay and it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious, but. I forgot where I was going with this. There was an actual point to what I was saying. <clears throat> Excuse me. Damn it! What the fuck were we talking about?
1: Uh, we're talking. I mean, I I've been talking about how I give a guy head. I don't there was know. Something
0: funny I was gonna say about that. Oh well. <laughs> Wait, should I
1: just? You're just gonna go the other way?
0: No. But these so people are just fucking stopped. You suck my fucking asshole! Oh my god! Hey, like that? I'm <laughs> <you're> talking about. <laughs> you fucking joking? You're just gonna let me in like that? <laughs> Clowns. Why wouldn't I? Dude, I don't, for for those of you who can't see, all these people are actually stopped at the stop sign. I just cut around all these people. And look at this guy's doing the same thing. Fuck, dude. There's something I wanted to talk about. For real. Had to do with that. Are you
1: sure you didn't want to just say that there's a viral clip of you going around? No, because
0: I wish that it wasn't going <laughs> viral. Bro. There's, do you have you know how many funny clips of me there are online, and that's the one that's like going around, a video of me talking about how I was a, an idiot and couldn't realize. And the the best comments are the ones that are like that don't believe me. Like they're calling me a liar. They're like, why would you make up a story like that? And I'm like, yeah, why would I, idiot? yeah Oh fuck. Is this bus stopping? Let's fucking go. Oh shit What the fuck is this guy doing I love the roadcast bro <laughs> Yeah It's a lot of like, a lot, It's just like a, a lot of ad libs Of oh shit Oh pussy Get out of the way bitch
1: Yeah a little driving ASMR For all you guys out there at home
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite city in the world Favorite city in the world Yeah
1: Favorite city that I've been to Like, uh,
0: if, uh, like if you could li- Yeah 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 That you've been to If you could live there for free
1: why I could live anywhere for free, dude, that's, that's hard because there's so many places that I haven't been, uh, in the world yet that, but, uh, places that, I, I mean, if I could live in L.A. for free, bro, that would be a huge game changer for me as a person. Like, I would really appreciate that.
0: Why does it got flashing? I don't know. Everybody's been flashing me lately. And not tits. But, uh,
1: yeah, I don't know, man. L.A. would be really cool. I, I really like L.A., uh, I, I I like the city environment. It reminds me a lot of my hometown of Sao Paulo, Brazil. But I wouldn't want to (laughs) move back to Brazil. Minus the beheadings. Eh. Not so much beheadings, but just gang violence. Brutal, poor people violence. You're not
0: even from that place. Yeah. Where were you born?
1: Brazil, Sao Paulo. For real? Yeah, dude. I have a fucking certificate that says that I get to live here. I don't... (laughs) I have two. I have my birth certificates <laughs> in Portuguese, bro, it's you know, not even signed by this country. I was born somewhere else, and then I when I was 4 years old, I moved to Texas. How do you not all know how do you not know, do this know, after do know all this? I do know. I
0: do know. I do know all this stuff, but it's just like for me, a and lot I, th- I would go
1: back every Christmas and summer vacation that I had from the time I was 11 till I was 18. So I spent 7 years every vacation that I had from school at home with my grandparents and my family and stuff and traveling around Brazil and whatnot, So I got a little bit <clears throat> of the taste of my own culture, you know.
0: It's it's just kind of it. It's just weird for me to think about places um, like that. Like for me, like when I when I went to New York, uh, I thought that I was going to have like a panic attack because it's almost as if it's almost as if these places don't exist until I'm until like you know until I see it, right? So like, uh, and it goes it goes. It's like a two way street also because when I talk to people in like Austin, Texas. Uh, And they're like, "Yeah, I've never been to California." It's like you have this vision of what this place looks like, uh, and you've never been because all you've seen. So, like when I went to New York, all 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 I knew about it was literally like rap songs and fucking uh, movies. And so, like I thought that the place was gonna be like the craziest thing ever, and I just loved it.
1: Yeah. No, I like the chaos, man. Like I I like. You know, even like living downtown San Diego, just, you know, hearing the sirens, which is a terrible thing to say, but hearing sirens and all this, you know, like chaos happening outside. Yeah. It's almost like comforting to know that other people are out there doing things, you know? That's why I like the city a lot. That's why I would love living in LA because even if it's someone digging through a dumpster, it's like, oh, this is nice. You know, it's like there's, there's people out doing things in the world.
0: I see somebody digging through a dumpster and I think, man, that guy's not real. I don't think homeless people are real. It's like, how does it even like, I'm talking like homeless like that. Like, how do you even, how do you even get to that point?
1: I think the human, you know, ability to adapt to its environment is very strong. Like, you know, our survival instincts. So it makes sense to me.
0: I don't know, man. Like I just see some of these crackheads and I'm like, man, what, what, well, who did you used to be? You know? Yeah. Who could
1: you, who, who could you have been? Right. It's also interesting to think about. Yeah
0: i like to think more about who you did you used to be instead of who could you have been? Because I know people from it's, isn't it interesting how it's like one life choice or just one split second decision can change the rest of your life and its entire, its entire trajectory.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, You know, I'm, I feel, you know, I consider myself to be lucky enough that I didn't end up there because I made a lot of, (laughs) life decisions that you know i've hit rock bottom a few times and been on that level of like homelessness you know for brief periods of time and it just i'm very lucky because that's once you once you dip that the toe in that pool it's really hard to get out it's really really hard to get out so i'm lucky that i made it out (coughs) of that predicament but it's tough man it's it's all the things that they say it is, I think, you know, like mental health, uh, drugs, uh, all these, you know, all these things that are factors into why those people are living the way that they are and they're comfortable and accepting of it, you know?
0: Would you let a homeless chick suck your dick for a pack of cigarettes?
1: Like I have to buy her a pack of cigarettes? Yeah, nah, I'm good. I, just buy her, I would just buy her the pack of cigarettes if I had the money.
0: What? You want to just have her suck your dick after?
1: Nope, I'm good, dude. I don't I don't look <laughs> I don't look at life I think in the same terms that you do. Like I don't see like I don't see situations go, can I get a blow job out of this? Like that's not
0: No, I'm saying if she's like, "Let me suck your dick for a pack of cigarettes." No,
1: I would just buy her a pack of cigarettes. Like even if she even if she's offering, I don't need to no get saying, my dick like, sucked. Like she's hot. Nah, I'm like good. Freshly homeless. Nope. I'm like good. My boyfriend kicked her out and she's like, "It's hard enough life. being homeless. I'm not going to make her suck my dick, especially knowing now I've how, I've how fucking not fun. It is. You know what I mean. What like if she wants to suck your dick. That's a different conversation. But like I'm not doing it what for ulterior motives. So
0: what if she says I want to suck your dick for a pack of cigarettes?
1: No, I I don't like the way it is being propositioned. Like I I I don't like that. I wouldn't okay, I wouldn't if, go through with that.
0: What if it was said like this? If you buy me a pack of cigarettes.
1: Nope. <laughs> I already don't like it. <laughs> Hey, could you buy me a pack of cigarettes? Yeah, sure. And then afterwards, if she smoked a cigarette with me, I was just like, "Hey, like this is what I'm going through right now." Yada, yada, yada. But I find you attractive. You know? That's weird. Now you're
0: smoking with a homeless chick. It's like almost like no, you're trying you're to take a, advantage. You're having of her.
1: a moment. Fuck you, dude. I'm not I'm saying like <laughs> not trying' now, to ta- you're, just, now I, you're
0: just hanging around. It's like that's weird.
1: No, if she stroke up a conversation, she's the one that wants to suck my dick in this scenario. Okay, <laughs> so like if she tried a little bit and with like some class, even though she's homeless.
0: What if she said I'll suck your dick? But you The answer's give,
1: always she, gonna be no to this question, Jalen. You, you can gotta, try as many gotta, times as you want. You gotta give
0: me head too. Nope. And she had a really nice pussy.
1: Nope. Good, dude. I'm good. I don't need sex like Who's
0: that. Me now? Oh, cast man. Hey, what's up, Playboy? We're recording a roadcast, so don't say anything crazy. Oh, uh, okay. What up? <laughs> <laughs> what's up, dude? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just checking in, uh, we're at 49 tickets, so yeah, I think it's going to be pretty much capacity uh, as it is. Awesome. You know, that place basically seats about 50, 55-ish. Um, so yeah, I was just going to, do you think you have anybody showing up at the door to buy tickets? There might be a there few might, people. Yeah, there might be a couple. That's what we've been doing. Yeah. Everybody that's yeah. called today, I've I've had them buy them online. Well, yeah, I might maybe I'll cap it at like I was gonna cap it at about fifty five or, or sixty, but maybe I'll cap it more at like fifty three or you know yeah. like a couple less. I think that would be a, I, I think that'd be a good uh, idea. But cool, yeah, well, good job, man. Yeah, bro, it's gonna be a ton of fun. Let's see, am I getting on there? Uh, I have my phone charged, so I might. Probably will. Yeah, I'm just gonna probably use my phone for my set as well. Um, I'm not planning on filming, like, the whole show, so. Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely a good show to get clips and stuff, you know? Yeah, the crowd's gonna be fire. Word. All right, well, you guys have fun. I'll see you in a little bit. All right, sounds good, bro. I'll see you in a sec. Later. All right, bye. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> what a guy Fuck yeah should <sighs> Anyway um <laughs> Yes You hear me Just crack that rat Yeah I did You weren't gonna say anything What a nice friend
1: Yep I've been doing it Oh whole-
0: that reeks bro Like
1: dude When you were sleeping Earlier on the drive Like I didn't even Open the windows I was like Oh he's asleep You probably dude, won't You're a bastard <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> 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 Are, Were you actually Yeah dude Fuck yeah That's gonna- so foul Do you know how easy it is, <laughs> is Just
0: roll down a window For a second I'ma remember that. You didn't wake up, dude. I guess. You didn't. Even, you wouldn't have even known. So. <coughs> I thought you would have learned from that chick farting on you that that's not cool. Nah, dude.
1: It happens, bro. It's a part of life. It's a natural part of life.
0: Have you ever been hurt in an accident?
1: In an accident? Depending on your term of accident. You
0: should call SweetJames.com. Oh
1: god, fuck you.
0: <laughs>
1: real person, real attorney. Your attorney. <laughs> <laughs> bro. I'm a Jacob guy, dude. Fuck sweet James. Call it Jacob. Oops. That's the break,
0: not the accelerator. We're going to Long Beach. Yeah, we're going on a 710. It's probably going to connect us to the 405.
1: Got so many freeways now.
0: I know we got 51 minutes still. Yeah. 710 to the 405. But, uh, <coughs> I don't know. I think I'm just thankful. What do you mean? I think I'm just thankful for everything like, Oh, that dude almost fucking smacked that guy. Um, I'm just thankful for everything. It's like, dude, like, to have 50 people buy tickets to a show yeah, is, like, insane to me. Close those windows. And so I think I'm just extremely, extremely thankful, you know. I mean, I've done it, put in a ton of hard work the past, you know, years, Um and to have a night like this where we kind of just get to I- enjoy ourselves a little bit uh, and and entertain a sold-out crowd is just, like, of people that are, like, excited to be there. <coughs> yeah, it's dude, like I'm exciting.
1: excited. It's my first book show back in Orange County since I moved to San Diego. So How long ago was that? 2020.
0: Oh, damn.
1: Yeah, so, you know, almost uh, almost three years. Um, and, yeah, I have, you know, people coming out tonight that I'm excited to see. and I'm excited to perform, you know. The new stuff and like I, a lot of people haven't seen me in three years. Like three years is a long time in comedy. Yeah. So it'll be cool to kind of show show them what I got going on. So, because I, you know, that's like the. What if b- you eat it? Yeah. Well, it's a it's possible. What? It's always possible, bro. It's never just a fucking guarantee. Like I never walk into it like, oh, I'm for sure gonna fucking crush. Like I. Uh, I mean, of course not. I will walk in confidently, you know, and like I, you know, but I. It could happen. It could happen, bro. That
0: crosses your head before you go on stage. You think, what if I bomb? Yep,
1: really? every time. Why? It just it happens. Like it's just an intrusive thought, I guess. But like that, that right before I'm about to be announced on the stage, I'm just like, all right, I could bomb right now. But you know, let's hope for the best and just like do do the best that you can. And like that's it. Like that's all you got. And then I go up and I give it my best. Like that's all I could do.
0: I don't really think of anything before I get on stage. I kind of just get on stage.
1: I think a lot before I get on stage.
0: My mind is. I think it's the same thing. So, like, I used to, you know, run competitively, track and cross-country and stuff for eight or nine years. Uh, And it was the same thing. A lot of people get, like, psyched out before, like, races and shit. I would go – I just wouldn't think of anything. And during the races, I wouldn't really think of anything. Like, I couldn't tell you – like, I would just almost black out, like, in the zone.
1: Well, I wouldn't call it, like, psyched out. I'm not getting psyched out. It's just that, like –
0: Thinking, what if I bomb, is a weird thought to have right before you go on stage. It's in my, but opi- I feel like it's common. In
1: my opinion, it's like the good kind of nerves, where you're like, I want to do better than that. You know what I mean? Where like for me, like that's my reward is like not bombing. And and even though I know it's like tried and true material, like I, I will still have that thought. And it's just of, I care so much that I don't want to. But like I know that it's a possibility that I'd have to accept if it happened. So I'm just like mentally preparing myself for going into that hostile environment because like that's what the stage can be sometimes
0: I don't know I, I just feel like I have a hard time wrapping my head around that thought but yeah. I feel like people have crazier thoughts um, before they get on stage I know people that will be on stage thinking about that and it's like dude aren't, aren't you you should be in the zone thinking about like what's next and you know sitting in the pocket and observing and seeing what's going on and, yeah. and it's just weird to hear about you know from other people It is it is interesting to hear about what people think about
1: well, once I get on stage, it's different. But before I get on stage, that's I—I I have that thought generally. But can have that thought tonight, bro. Yeah, I, it's
0: a packed house. Okay, he were paid to be there for us.
1: Yeah, I get—I get the concept of what we're doing here, Galen. I just uh, <laughs> fucking asshole. Yeah, I've—I've I've done this for six years now. I got it. I got—I got—I understand it. it Just—it it happens, bro. Like I said, it's an intrusive thought. It happens. It's you know, something that crosses my mind. It's not something I cling on to and I don't let it get in the way of like what I'm there to do, but it, it happens. Like it's just a thing that I think about. But once I get on stage, I feel better. <clears throat> once like, once I get my first like laugh line or like punch line out and it lands, I'm like, all right, you know, this is going to be good. And then right. I, I ramp up, you know, and then I take that energy and it's like, all right, time to build. And it's just, but
0: at the same on the backwards end of it, uh, if the first one doesn't hit, do you start reeling or do you start, I'll wait pocket. till the
1: end of my first chunk before I go, all right, I'm bombing. How do I fucking get out of this? You know, like, right. how do I fix it? I'll, I'll give it a fair shot because sometimes they're just slow to get with it. It really depends on where you are in we the lineup, too. In case we get pulled over. It all depends, man. It all depends. But I have uh, been over you know, fucking 15 states that I've performed in and I've never really had to, like, change my material or anything. So right. it, it's just a matter of, you know, it's new people to do crowd and it, that's fun, but at the same time, like, I, I just want to do the job well. And that's my main priority and that's why I think about how, like, I don't know, I feel like having that thought before I go up, once I do start bombing, like, I'll handle it more gracefully because I already prepared for this in case of emergency kind of thing.
0: You ever think about people running up on stage and assaulting you? Uh, no. I feel like I think about that more than I think about. Because
1: I don't really talk about like I don't do topical stuff really. Like I I have a, one political jab in my entire set, and it's really just like a look-alike reference. It's not even anything political or stance. I don't talk about sports. I don't talk about you know politics. Like I I keep it pretty pretty kosher. So.
0: While we're recording this, I'm going to take a piss. So of course you are. It wouldn't be the
1: first time I've seen your dick this weekend.
0: <laughs> you haven't seen my dick at all this weekend. What are you talking about?
1: Well, you were jacking it off
0: the other day at the fucking Westminster Pool Hall. and then. No, it was in the parking lot. <laughs> and it was for a bit. Anyway, if you could talk for the next 45 seconds to a minute and fill the airtime, so people don't have to hear my piss stream. Unless they want to hear it. Yeah, a little, I will be, little
1: peeing ASMR from I and Nash. I will be
0: right back
1: well um
0: fill us with some knowledge
1: I don't have much knowledge to f- to to give right now i uh been a weird it's like the the plateaus of comedy you know what I mean like you you reach new goals and you achieve them and then you like set other goals and then you like have to work harder and I have, like, 30 minutes I really want to nail out. I really, dude, I really want to record a, like, 30-minute album and put it up on Spotify. Find, like, a really good room that I could do that. Jesus Christ, that's distracting as fuck, dude.
0: Just put the microphone next to it, then.
1: Nah, I don't want to put, then I have to talk into it? What if it splatters a little bit? Oh, my God.
0: Why do you want to do an album, dude? I feel like everybody's doing... Like, most of the people I see doing an album, they fucking suck. And it's like, dude, you're just like... You're, it's too early, bro. Like, what are you doing? You think it's you? too early?
1: I want yeah. to put out the stuff from my, like, first five... Like, the, the shit that made it in the first six years and stuff and put that out and put it up for free on Spotify. Because the number one thing I get asked all the time is, like, where can I hear your stuff? And I never have a place to, like you know have them like listen to what a live show really sounds like with like good audio equipment and all that shit so and I I I don't know my favorite comics Chad Daniels one of the reasons why he became really popular uh is that uh he was like, I don't. Cause I got to meet him one time and he goes, how did you hear about me for the first time? And I told him Pandora Radio, like that was where I would put on the stand up channel and like all a lot of his bits would come through and I became a really big fan. Um, and he goes, yeah, I don't know who fucking over there loves me so much because I got like 60 percent of like the people that come out to my shows are from Pan- like say that they've heard me on Pandora. Like that's where they heard me and stuff. Uh, and it's all his albums. You know what I mean. It's none of his specials. Yeah. So how
0: how long has that guy been doing stand-up?
1: A long time.
0: So I'm saying it's like. But a, he a, put out, dude. He put out like thirty-minute. He put
1: out five albums before he put out any special.
0: And does it include material from some of those albums?
1: No. He would put out the album, and then he would, you know, start again. Like, and but he would like throw that up. So it's like there, there's that material. I was really proud that I fucking made that. I put it up. And then now I can move on and work on something else and, you know, not feel bad about it. I don't know, bro. It's just my idea. It's just something I'd want to do. I
0: mean, I'm just – I'm critically asking questions.
1: I really want to capture this phase of my stand-up to have, like, a comparison later to look back and be like, oh, like, that's when I started. Like, that's what I sounded like. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of comics nowadays don't have that. Like, you can listen back to old fucking, like, Louis – you know like louis ck stuff and be like wow that sounds like a completely different person and still like be fascinated by the fact that like it, all the stuff that we love and adore like came from that pretty much like root so i don't know i'm just kind of like in love with the idea of putting out a comedy album like a 30 minute comedy album and it's like it's a better credit than just like oh he tours all over it's like he has an album out on spotify and then like people can go look up my old shit and, like, what I wanted are fans, like, people that want to come out and listen to the material. Like, they don't need to really see it, and it's not, like, comedian destroys Heckler on YouTube. Like, I want it to be, like, sure. a polished piece of work that they can listen to and then become a fan of my comedy, you know? So that's that was my idea behind it. I already have, like, you know, stuff, like, laid out for it.
0: Um. I, I haven't really had any thoughts on it, but just every time I see somebody post, like oh you know album recording, it's like, um, it's like why? And I feel like that <laughs> the reason you gave me is a legit enough reason, um, for me to I could I could understand that aspect that angle. But then you know there's other people who're just like dude like what are you fucking doing, like. I, but at I, least those
1: guys are doing something, because a bunch of people are just recording fucking bar shows and putting up clips on their Instagram. You know what I mean? Like at least they're doing something. They're being proactive about I don't their art. Name
0: dro- I'm not gonna name drop this person, but you would under. I don't even think you might not even know who this person is, but he just posted he's recording an album, and this dude is probably the worst. The worst stuff in my community I've ever seen in my entire life. So that's what I mean by, like, why? It's like, dude. Yeah, but I'm not them. So, like, sure, I know, no, like, no. I'm saying that. mind would not be that.
1: So that's, that's like.
0: I'm not saying yours would be. I'm just saying that that's what I'm, like, kind of basing it off of in my own head.
1: Yeah, I really want to learn how to hone the 30 minutes before I try to do, like, an hour or anything. You know? Because, like, I can't. Where co- are
0: you doing 30? Uh, f-
1: yeah, on the road. Like when I get out of town gigs, like I I could do 30 minutes, but that's not very often, you know, like the most I get in San Diego is like 15, 20 minutes on a show. Right. And like, that's good. But like, I, like I said, I have this like 30 minutes that I, if I feel like if I put the track listing together, like it would be like a really conducive piece of work. That says a lot about me as a person and like, you know, where I've come in comedy and stuff so like that's would that's you
0: sell it on Spotify or would you put it up there for free?
1: no it'd be free cause like I remember when I was playing music bro I met this music producer and his name was Bob Leffitz and uh he uh he told like he goes in the beginning like dude give your shit away for free cause people actually listen to it you know what I mean like instead of having nobody buy it like you'll have actually people that will sit down and give it a fucking shot because it was free and what you need right now are fans not you know not necessarily the money like so if you can put out something where like it doesn't cost you any money like you could just put it up on the internet right and people can visit this link and listen to your shit for free like you'll have more people that give you a shot and like yeah you'll get you know 20 30 people out of that 30 you know and like that's like you said having 50 people buy out show you know uh, sell out a room like if i could get 50 people out because i put out an album like people liked it enough that i like had just that as a fan base i would like that's pretty that's a start you know what i mean like that's something to work off of and then like you get merch and you get all this shit right and then you fucking get them to you know invest in you a little bit 10 bucks for a fucking t-shirt two dollars for a fucking sticker something like that and then yeah you know you you just kind of but i need that starting place i don't have that starting place and i feel like an album would really help push that further
0: what would you call it
1: uh the leading title that i'm going with as of right now is uh, frontier psychiatry that's the name i want to have for the album uh it's kind of it really has to do with the 30 minute piece itself like uh a lot of it, th- I mean, I don't know if you actually watch my sets, but a lot of it is, like, having to do with, like, my family issues, like my mommy, grandmommy, sure. granddaddy issues, uh, you know, my my my, my, brain, my, my body my body image issues, yeah. uh, you know, tra- my childhood traumas, that kind of stuff. And I don't know if I've told you this, but, like, my mom, the day that I got my, my, my citizenship, my mom told me at lunch that she was going back to school to become a family therapist. And I laughed so hard that the fucking, you know, silverware fell off the fucking table. Like, I was pounding my fucking fists. Uh, My ex-girlfriend, I'm pretty sure, broke up with me mostly because of that. Like, we were already having issues, but she was at that lunch. And when I was laughing at my mom, like, she literally was just like, you're a piece of shit. Like, stop laughing. And I was just like, sorry, just give me this. Like, (laughs) I just have to laugh at this. And it wasn't, like, that my mom is incapable or that she can't, you know, like, oh, like, following her dreams or whatever is stupid. It's just because of all of the things that I had to endure growing up that, like, caused me to have the need for therapy. Now she's going to be someone who deals out advice to people. Like, I just found the irony to be surreal in that. And that's what made me – and so kind of, like, that is what I'm getting to at the end of this 30 minutes. So, like, all of this, like, leading you in into, like, this is what my family life is like – uh, this is the relationship I had with my grandparents. Like, this is what happened to me as a kid. That I think is the most traumatic thing that ever happened to me. Uh, this is like the bullying part of like high school and all that kind of stuff. Like, so, I, you know, like in a sense, I feel like patient zero for my mom's frontier psychiatry experiment. Like, she's like, I'm gonna take this kid to a different country where he doesn't know, where we don't know the language. I'm gonna put him into the public education system. I'm not gonna really like be around for 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to come into his life and impose really strict rules and tell him how he's going to live his life and what I want out of his you know like oh I want you to have a married and kids and like a house and I want you to pay taxes and I want you to have a good job and go to college. These were things that I did not want, you know what I mean? So uh Does she I,
0: support your stand-up comedy?
1: She does now uh in the you know the Rec Room days, the Bray improv days, she did not. She was just like, when are you going to quit all of this shit and get a real job? Like, that is something she used to say to me. Like, when are you going to stop, you know, bouncing around from here to there? You know what I mean? Like, when are you going to fucking, like, get your life together? And I was just like, sorry, but this is what I'm going to do. And then the other day, uh, it's so crazy. She fell down a flight of stairs. What? Yeah, dude. Uh, and luckily, she she all she broke was her knee. But she could have snapped her neck, so like I'm just happy that she's alive. And sure. she had to take like two months off of work for like rehabilitation, and she wa- she almost had to have like knee surgery. Like it was pretty bad. But ah uh, oh, shit, what was I saying?
0: Uh, uh, your mom supporting you?
1: Yeah. So she she calls me and she goes, "Hey, I just wanted to know what dates you're going to be available for the holidays, like Thanksgiving and Christmas," and I was like. Uh, I don't know. I got to get back to you, but what did you have in mind? And she was like, I don't know. I was thinking like Mexico or Disney World, and I was just like, oh geez, uh, okay. And she goes, and I don't want you to freak out, but uh, I fell down a flight of stairs and I broke my knee. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Let's deal with that first, and then we'll talk about Disney World. Like, what do you, you know what I mean? What do you, what's going on with you, lady? Um, but I was like, do you need someone to come take care of you? You know what I mean? I was like, do you need me to, you know, come up and look after you while you, you, you have time off from work and stuff and with your knee like are you okay and it was like so sweet to hear but she goes no 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 i don't want to take away from your career and that was the first time my mom has referenced comedy as being a actual career sure so to me it was kind of like one of those moments was like oh wow she actually sees this as something that is real right like it's not just some fantasy anymore it's like all right you're doing it you're going after it like i support that that you have established yourself and you are really in this you know uh when she saw me at the troubadour i think it changed a lot she was there yeah she came out with uh her boyfriend Did at the time her fiance yet? no no they broke up oh yeah they broke up what the hell i don't yeah. get to go see you make that speech yeah it would have been it would have been in <laughs> september right no i didn't No. Nah. um oh, but yeah, dude, so now she now she is supportive, but back then she wasn't. And but that's kind of why I want that to be my first piece of work that I put out. It's just kind of sure. like this is who I am, you know, like that's a real like that's this is who I am. This is where I come from. If you can dig that, then let's keep going, you know. Um, and yeah, I want to call it frontier psychiatry because of that, just because of the ironies of my life and all the events that led up to me being a comedian, and my mom being a family therapist. Like that's nuts to me, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but that was her dream growing up and my dream was to be a comic. So we're out here doing the American dream thing, which is cool. So it just took a lot of time and, uh, you know, with a lot of resistance and tension and stuff for us to really like figure each other out as human beings and like, our relationship is the best that it's ever been. But like for a long time, it was really rocky between me and my mom. And, but now she, she understands. So that's good.
0: No, that's dope. At least it has meaning, you know? Yeah. People throw out random shit. Whenever my first thing that I put out there for monetary gain or whatever, the first thing that when I put it out there and it's like, that's it. Like I can't do that material anymore is what I mean whether that's an album or a special or whatever it is, the thing yeah. where it's like, this is that product and I can no longer, you know, do Bro, that stuff.
1: My circumcision joke, it's six years old now. You know yeah. what I mean? It took me six years to get it to where it's at. And it didn't sound anything like that when I first started. But sure. like, I'm at a point where like, I'm tired of telling that joke. And I know it's one of the best jokes I got. I just want to put it out and move on. You know what I mean? I have like all this other material that I want to do and get to, but I'm stuck doing these things that I feel like I've. All right, that's that's as far as I could take this thing.
0: Did you listen to the episode I did with Mark Norman? No. So I asked him, uh, "What's the longest? What's the longest you've you you know What's the longest you've had a joke before you like retired it?" And he basically told me that you know the jokes don't expire, uh, and that
1: his jokes don't expire. Uh, I'm telling stories, bro. Like you can only tell them so many times until people are like, "Oh, I've heard it," and they want something new.
0: All right. Well, then I I related to what he said cuz I do a lot of setup punch. Yeah. Uh, he said it was 13 years.
1: That's a long time, yeah. It's
0: a long time to be telling one joke. But if it's like, you know, the bread and butter
1: I, I hope that it's one day like it's kind of like Chrysler's the machine or Fluffy's like donut joke, you know what I mean? It's like one of those things where people are like, "Oh, circumcision." And I'll be like, "All right." And then, it, you know gosh. what I mean, like I'll you know, I'll go into it, but as far as like
0: you know, he tells that the machine story at yeah. every show. Yeah, I mean, I've seen him that's live. insane. I've
1: paid him. To see, and people go crazy. Like, he'll go, here are the options, this or that. And almost every time, people say the machine. Like, oh, an overwhelming amount of people say the
0: machine. Crazy, bro. Um, He's got a movie.
1: Yeah, I know. I saw the trailer, and it looks fucking badass, dude. Mark Hamill plays his dad. Like, it's sick.
0: Uh, yeah, it's what the fuck. That's actually crazy.
1: But, yeah, that's the kind of thing, man. It's just like I i am done I like I I love that piece like that joke as as what it is and I I, it's really fun to perform but I've been doing it for six years as a story and like I'm ready to retire that one and just put it up put it up and then like move on you know right and I'll probably reference it other times like you know having that story be what it is but um do you actually
0: have your your fucking dick what like the circumcised tip do you actually have that Yeah, I was actually
1: circumcised when I was eight. Do
0: you actually have it, or is that just part of the The skin? Yes.
1: No, I don't have the skin.
0: Go! Asshole, I'm letting you in. Are you going to fucking go? Perez, Inc. Air duct cleaning. 844-831-9235. If you're still listening, call that number, and let's see what fucking van number this is. You fucking piece of shit. This guy flips his van and fucking gets fired and loses his life. I don't know. Anyway, what were you saying?
1: Uh, Fuck
0: Perez Inc. Air duct cleaning. You know who'll never clean my fucking air ducts? Perez Inc. Bitch. License plate 8302512. Fucking asshole. Actually, it's a T, not a 1. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Anyway, you ready for tonight?
1: Yeah, I'm really ready for tonight. I think I'm more ready for tonight than I have been for a show in a long time
0: you're gonna
1: have to break I know exactly my 15 nice I did it on a show last week in San Diego where I did 15 and it's like yep it's that's the thing it floats so nicely bro like <clears throat> so I'm, I am I think it's crazy
0: it. that you don't have to take a set list up.
1: I did last night because I knew it was going to be kind of a chaos gig, and I was just like, I'm going to write down a bunch of other jokes just in case I lose my train of thought, and I can just have something I can look down and be like, all right, I'll just do that. Uh, Right. But shows like this where it's like a comedy show, like, nah, dude, I don't write it out. I just kind of plan in my head what I want to do, and then I figure out what's the best way to execute it from point A to point B, that it'll make sense that every joke is a step into the next joke kind of thing.
0: I can't do that. My memory is so weird, even though... Like if even if I do a ten minute set, I still bring a set list up. Even if it's the same ten minute set that I, that's like oh shit, that's my ten. Um, um well,
1: I mean you are set-up punch, bro. Like I watched Dan Mintz. He he voices the uh, he voices Tina from Bob's Burgers. He came and did a set at La Jolla Comedy Store, and uh, when I say to you, uh, he did an hour of just setup punch. He did an hour of just setup punch. And he went up there with his note cards and he went through like note cards the entire damn. show, the entire hour. And I asked him, I was like, Hey man, h- about how many jokes do you say you average like in your, in, a- in an hour? And he goes, Oh, it's between 155 and 162 right now. And I was God just like, damn. fuck dude. How'd he do? Great. Great. It was, he crushed. It's like, well, the first night there was this lady that was just like, you suck. Like you need note cards. Like, and we had what? to kick her out of the fucking show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh But other than that, all the other shows, he crushed, dude, and it. And he was such a nice fucking guy too. Like, I got to open up on one of the shows on Friday, and then Sunday night before he left, he came up to me. He's like, "I just wanted to really, I just wanted to tell you, like, I really liked that last joke you did on Friday night." And I was like, "Oh, dude, thanks, man. Yeah, like, that's sick." But yeah, he like I he had to go up with his note cards because he's doing 155 jokes in, a, in an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so your memory would have to be fucking insane. Uh... And he—that's one thing he told me—is like I wish I could do stories, uh, because like you know, you you do like ten jokes, you know, fourteen jokes in like an hour, and I have to do a hundred and sixty of them. But and I can't do—I can't write setup punch like that. Like I can write tags within stories, but I can't just do like a, here's the thought, here's the punch. Yeah.
0: Well. My back hurts like a motherfucker, and we're already past an hour, so let's go ahead and let's wrap this up. Your but back
1: hurts from podcasting?
0: Well, just from driving. Wow. Oh. That's why I feel like I'm getting a little cranky.
1: I thought you were making a joke about, like, I've been carrying this
0: fucking podcast. No, my back actually hurts. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, no, but, uh, you know, as you know, I leave the, the final minute of the podcast guest to, you know, say whatever, do whatever this final minute is next year's Any Any final parting words of wisdom in case you die on the way home tonight?
1: uh if you're orange county uh and you're listening to this i'm gonna be at harvell's in long beach uh december 6th if you want to come out uh should be fun it's always fun it's a comedy and burlesque show but i get to do like you know he lets me do like 15 minutes and uh yeah so if you're around and you want to come hear me tell jokes instead of talking about uh how i sucked a dick once when i was younger <laughs> uh you can find me there uh but also follow me on instagram at beef stroganroth and uh If you're curious, just suck a dick. You know, once it's over, it's not as bad as you think, but it does suck. Just keep that in mind. All right, have a good night.
0: (laughs) And shout out the cave. Tonight's gonna be a lot of fun.